Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. I always say exactly what's on my mind. The problem is I don't always say it the right way. And for a lot of years, people would share with me, hey, it's not your message that's Mm. wrong. It's your delivery that's Mm -hmm. wrong. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. And we're back. With another episode of He Said, She Said. So today, 
you said you wanted to talk about the common thread, three things that will make you both a better leader and also better in relationships. Yeah. Better in all relationships, a better partner, a better friend, a better um, employer, all of the things. So this is this is huge because I look back at all of our previous um, ways that we have either coached people or ways that we communicated in our life. And I think about even when we first became employers, when we had our first couple hires and you guys, I, I literally look back and just want to plant my palm to my face because there were so many things that I did that were like just not good leadership. And that's okay, by the way. In the beginning, no one's going to be a great leader right away. Some will be a little better than others, but you're not going to be a great one right away. And mm-hmm. same thing in relationships. You're not going to understand like how to communicate and what to do right away in relationships right away. Some might be naturally a little better than others, but we're all going to be freaking messy in the beginning. And I think these three tips are going to help clean up a lot of low-hanging fruit for everybody. So what's the first one? So the first one is to give feedback in the moment. I really cannot stress how important this is. And this is something that is still really challenging for me. And and also two and three that we're going to share later are really going to support how you can make sure that that feedback in the moment is also received really well. But back to feedback in the moment, it is like, oh my gosh, what what's worse than letting something stew and then thinking you can come back to it when that person has already forgot or is already over it? And I know, especially in relationships, you men get over things typically typically men get over things a lot quicker than women. It's like 10 minutes later, I'm still stewing, not even 10 minutes. Let's be real. Two hours later, I'm still stewing about something. And you, you're literally like into your like third football game. Like This is so freaking true, you guys. Okay. I'll think that was no big deal. It was a 10 second little mishap. And literally three hours later, I'm like, what's your problem? And you're still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand this difference between men and women. Well, understand it. <laughs> okay, so you're saying when you bring it up three hours later, I'm like, the hell are you still thinking about? Like, why is this still a thing? We can avoid that by bringing it up effectively right away in the moment. Right, and and the emotions are gone and you kind of are over it and you don't think it's a big deal. And the thing is, is if it is a big deal to you, the person, you have to talk about it. And we'll go into like different ways to receive that, but truly it's, it's going to pass. It's going to be forgotten about. It's going to be looked at like, um, what the heck? I'm completely over this. And let me really talk about this with like employee relationship as well. How important it is to point out what you're thinking, what could have been done better, where you feel like, you know, the miscommunication was dropped or where you guys were not communicating effectively right in the moment so that they can see, they can understand, and you can show exactly what you're looking for in a more effective way, in a loving way. So small things become big things unnecessarily if you don't address them right away. They just build and build and build. And this is where relationships in um, work and in life collapse. I want you just to think about everybody on here, just think about the last time something really fell through or a relationship really um, fell apart. It's probably because one of you wasn't actually saying how you feel and you weren't communicating how you need to be communicated to. That's really true. As a matter of fact, I can think of two exact examples of this. Um, team members in the way back throwback past, I guarantee they don't listen and I'm not going to name them, but here's two really good examples of one we did well and one we did poorly. So one was an assistant where we knew that there were problems, but we didn't say anything. And 
we just kept like burying it, burying it, burying it. And it, those small problems became big for, for no reason. Like smoke became fire for no reason. And then it finally became so awkward that we're like tiptoeing around in our own house mm-hmm. and trying to make them happy instead of them trying to do a good job for us. And everything about was awkward, including the ending. And, and listen, we were new to leadership, right? So everyone's got to kind of go through that rite of passage. So that's one where it ended you know, more poorly than it had to had we addressed it right away. Yeah, I'm reading a great book right now called The Trillion Dollar Coach. And it talks so much about that, that if if you are not, if you have somebody like that who maybe is not showing up how you want at all, that is not on them. That is 1 million percent on you. It is because you have not coached them correctly, communicated correctly, or coached them out, meaning they're no longer a fit for your company. They're bringing down morale. They're affecting the workplace, which means you're not being an effective leader looking out for the business and the other employees, which is number one as well. Um, and making sure that they also go on to something that they love. Like that's actually being so selfish when you can tell someone is miserable and you're not telling them either, wow, you know, have you ever thought about this? Because this is where you really thrive, like maybe this career or, you know, are you, are you really happy here? Let's talk about it. I remember banking, we had a saying as, as I was taught, you know, leadership and management, all that. And it's what you just said. We're always either coaching them up or coaching them out. There is no neutral. Mm. Like, why wouldn't you be coaching someone up if they're going to stay? And why wouldn't you be coaching them out if their time is expired? So we didn't do so well on that first example. The second example, though, I have where we did really well, like later on in our, our leadership experience, we had somebody where we knew that this really talented person wanted to be working on totally different types of projects. Yeah. And he, um, you know, he was literally working on other projects while we would like travel for, for our projects and he was on salary. And we addressed it right away and said, listen, this is not your preferred content. This is not what you enjoy doing. You love doing X, Y, and Z with, with these other types of people. And we really want to encourage you to do it. We gave him like a great severance and said, go off and do it and, and lean into those relationships that you're starting to create. And it ended really well. And he's thriving today where he should be thriving. And so that's a cool example of addressing it right away, not letting something small turn into something big, even though it could have. Mm-hmm. And it's a win-win situation because then we were able to bring people in that were interested in our subject matter. And he was able to go off and work in the subject matter that he loves. And he's thriving because of it. It's so hard to do. Like, I know we made that sound easy, but doing it in real time, like that was a really tough one for me. We talked about that for weeks. Like that really did take us weeks, even though it was fast. Like that was so fast, like three weeks from the moment of like, okay, this is where we really need to to look at what's going on here for this person as well. But that was hard. Three weeks. I just want to let you know, though, in the world of business, it's like it's sometimes the equivalent of three minutes compared to letting something stew for three months. Exactly. Oh yeah. Three weeks is literally nothing, you guys. It was like moment of realization. What's this conversation going to look like? How do we want it to go? That's really important. Um, Setting that intention, creating the conversation. I'm also reading about that in that book, Trillion Dollar Coach, that they've never had a conversation, positive or negative, without first planning it. So number one was give feedback right away in the moment. Mm -hmm. What's number two? Number two is honesty and openness builds trust. So actually giving this feedback in the moment is what is really going to build trust and make your partner, your employees, your um, coworkers. uh, It's really what is going to make them trust you and love you. All the old say what you mean and mean what you say. Exactly. That makes it easier for people to read you and to trust you. Like, listen, if, if you're always saying things are okay, but 
they know it's not and you know it's not, that's actually like a form of lying and they're going to lose trust in you. They're not going to want to work hard for you. And I would say the same thing goes for relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about this parallel between um, business and relationships, how these three things affect both. If you're constantly telling me, no, everything's okay, but it's not, then I'm not going to trust that response anymore. And you don't do that, by the way. You're you're pretty damn good about Mm -hmm. just telling me when something's wrong and, you know, being cool when it's not. And doesn't it feel better because you're never guessing what's going on in my head? Like I I never am tiptoeing around like, oh, I know there's something wrong. I'll probably find out in 12 hours. We never have that. Never. It feels great. Never. I can trust in a moment that what I'm getting or what I'm seeing is what I'm getting. Yeah. And and you know what? I can definitely look back when I was younger and I've been in relationships. And even in the beginning of our relationship, I can tell you that my answer was, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. We're going to play games. You have to figure this out. You have to try to like, you know, say sorry for whatever shit you did that you have no idea and try to fix it. Like, what is that? That's not a relationship. And that's a lot of like really unhealthy workplaces. The passive aggressiveness that comes up when the person does not do the hard thing. And that is number one, giving feedback. So doing it more often and being open and honest in the moment actually lets people really trust you and open up around you and be their best. And that is a sign of a really effective relationship in the workplace or in a a relationship in general is if people feel like they can be themselves around you, not afraid. And I know number three that we're going to get to later is how to be open and honest because I just realized as you're saying this, I'm a walking metaphor my whole life for partially what to do and partially not what to do. So in other words, in high school, my nickname was Blunt because I would just say everything that was on my mind directly. Or is it because you smoked weed a lot? (laughs) It was because I said everything that was on my (laughs) mind, mostly. And then in in adult life, both in our business and in our, our marriage, I've been very, very blunt. I always say exactly what's on my mind. The problem is I don't always say it the right way. And for a lot of years, people would share with me it's not your message that's mm. wrong. It's your delivery that's mm-hmm. wrong. I remember you saying that to me a lot of times. Like, yeah. it's not that what you're saying is wrong. It's that your delivery is really piss poor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like uh, but, maybe 10 years worth. <laughs> but he, so here's the silver lining before we get into you know the downside. The silver lining and number two, what you're talking about is everybody. I think our team, I think you, uh, my, you know, my mom, like everybody in my life, they sure as hell know exactly what's on my mind in the moment and they never have to guess. We sure do. <laughs> it's gotten a lot better, like a million times better. But that's that's huge for me to always know what you think of, you know, what's going on or how we're treating each other. But wouldn't you rather now remember we're gonna get to number three about you know cleaning up the delivery, but wouldn't you rather know exactly what you're getting with me than have me be a passive aggressive partner or a passive aggressive leader? Of course. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe that should bring us into number three. What's number three? Number three is what gets recognized gets repeated. It makes it easier to give the feedback because people are open and they feel better. What are you laughing at? Sorry, I'm laughing right now because you've been recognizing a lot that I've been making a better effort at eating better and, you know, like making better food choices and saying no to the other things. And, when you said that, I realized you have been giving me a lot of recognition around, oh, I'm so proud of you for eating this or, oh, I've noticed you're not doing this anymore. Babe, I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm on a serious mission to get fit. So am I though. Like so it's I. gotten out of hand. In 2020, this, right now as I record this, I'm probably a week into getting uh, in better shape. But a week ago, I was in the worst shape that I can remember being in my adult life. Like 
I'm not proud to say I was there. Um, I'm in, I'm really in the same boat right now. But I mean, let's let's be real. We had you know COVID for technically three weeks. Hol- so it was it was like a one two punch. Holidays, COVID. Now we're getting back. Yeah, it was crazy. Anyhow, one of the ways that we're getting back is by leveraging a company that we invested in a long time ago, right from the get go, called Outstanding Foods. And it's a set of better for you foods that makes it easier for you to snack on things that you love without feeling like you're sacrificing. Um, these are so good. If you guys followed us at all while we were in our RV, um, this is the snacks that we were eating all of the time because when you're on the road, you tend to eat like crazy. And this was huge because we also got our protein. I know that all of their products are free of gluten, GMOs, artificial ingredients, trans fat, cholesterol, and soy. And they're all certified kosher and they're certified plant-based and certified gluten-free. So what's your favorite? My favorite um, is definitely the pig out pigless pork rinds. They have 25 grams of protein and it's the original flavor, you guys. And I don't feel bad when I eat a whole bag and I do. I like those, but my favorite are the takeout meal in a bag puffs. And they got 21 grams of protein. It's literally like the cheese puffs you grew up with, only there's hella hot and there's barbecue and there's other flavors. And it feels like you're eating the world's greatest Cheetos and it acts like a meal replacement. Yeah, I just want to point out, I am literally obsessed with the founder of this, Bill Glazer, and I always talk about him. If you've heard me talk on any of my podcasts, he's been kind of mentoring me with Light Pink because this company is so amazing. But what I love the most is that it was built exactly like mine on a product that is obsession-worthy. Like, Chris, you and I would be plowing through these even if we were not investors. I would have found him in Whole Foods because, Mm -hmm. of course, like the pigless pork rind would have jumped out at me and I would have known that you would have been like, what the hell are these? I want these right now. Um, And I would have got them. Okay. Because we're investors, let's hook them up with a deal. So we've worked out an exclusive deal for Earn Your Happy podcast listeners and your podcast listeners as well uh, to receive 25% off of your first order. So you can go to outstandingfoods.com forward slash Lori, or you can use code Lori at checkout to claim this deal. And that's Lori in all caps. That's outstandingfoods.com slash Lori. And I need to clarify, Lori is L-O-R-I. So it's outstanding. Outstandingfoods.com forward slash Lori. And I'll take it a step further. If you guys go order some, tag me on Instagram. I will share that tag. I will share your profile to my audience. Yeah. Okay. So back into number three, because I'm recognizing your fitness. So you're going to be like slaying it by summer with your abs. I'm going to do laundry on your abs. Hold me accountable, you guys. Like we have this beautiful pool in the backyard and we live in Arizona where it's hot. You're not allowed to wear clothes here after a certain month. So I have no (laughs) choice but to get back to how fit I was. And back to when you, you know, when number three is recognize what you recognize gets repeated. I got to tell you, it actually does help me stick to it when you're pointing it out. So I was kind of joking before, but it truly does help me stick to it when you're like, Chris, I noticed you're doing this. Chris, I noticed you said no to this. Chris, that helps a lot. Yeah. Right down to like, you know, I think if your partner is trying and you've been like, hey, you know, maybe my love love language is acts of service. Like when you take out the trash, I actually take it personally. Like it means a lot to me. I feel taken care of. This is why, you know, when you don't throw your stuff in the laundry, I feel like you're personally attacking me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I noticed, it's true. I noticed you, rec- you, you uh, rec- repeatedly recognize that too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's true. <laughs> you recognize things in me. You're always saying things about my work ethic and you're always saying things about what type of like leader I'm being or whatever that is. And it makes me feel really good. And it is something that I'm like, wow, that's being recognized. I want to keep on doing that. So this is huge because number three is one of the biggest ones about recognize what you recognize gets repeated because this also opens the trust door for feedback. So if you're giving positive recognition around everything that an employee um, or you know a coworker or your partner is doing, it's going to make it so much easier when you actually have to point something out that could improve. And this is really even the languaging I want you guys to start thinking of. Not what they're doing wrong, but where is there a place where they could you know improve? I love doing this. Actually, I had. Are you okay? Are you choking over there <laughs> on your coffee? Okay, guys, Lori is choking. She's going to be okay. I'm fine. <laughs> I know um, I'm going to come in with a raspy voice. Oh, my God. I actually love doing this to our team. Um, it comes naturally for me, recognition. Mm-hmm. I love recognizing people. And it goes a long freaking way. Like when I recognize Emily for doing things with enthusiasm or recognize Dakota for adding every little extra detail into our events, they it then repeat good. that. So it feels good for me. It feels good for them. And it's better. You guys ready for this? in both relationships and when in leadership, it's better to spend your time recognizing the good things so that they get repeated mm-hmm. than talking about the bad things, trying to stop them from happening. Yeah. Otherwise, here's the conversation. I feel like you're always pointing out my flaws. Yeah, and then it ends there, guys. That's the end of the conversation. And you guys are in a downward spiral. So this goes back to when I was saying I was doing number two pretty good because you'll always know what's on my mind. But my delivery was bad. And one of the things I've worked really hard at is starting with recognition of what's good. So when I have a tough conversation, I'll say, listen, I want to start with saying I've seen an incredible improvement in X, Y, and Z. And that means the world. And because you've improved so well in X, Y, and Z, there's one more area that I think we need to talk about. And I'll go into what that area of opportunity is. And that delivery is so much better than when I used to be like, damn it. I'm so sick and tired of X, Y, and Z happening. Somebody better stop it right now. Like that literally was my old leadership style. Mm -hmm. I remember once, this is so bad. When I worked in banking, I once poured a Red Bull in one of my employees' lap. Oh my God. story. Wow, guys. I was a very different leader back then. I mean. And so what you recognize gets gets rewarded, right? Right. I mean, it's very different if the employee loves Red Bull. (laughs) Then it's just like a Red Bull shower. Um, okay, I want to read this quote that, again, it's because in the morning I start with this book, The Trillion Dollar Coach, right now. It says, A coach is someone who tells you what you don't want to hear, who has you see what you don't want to see, so you can be who you have always known you could be. Oh, I freaking love that. I'm going to read that book next. You're loving it, aren't you? Yeah, it's really good. Our good friend Darren uh, has been asking me to read it for a while. And then our good friend Randy literally gave it to you. Talk about like synchronicity. Shout out to Randy Gard. Randy Gard. He's the man. Yeah, he's amazing. Go all follow right, so him. Why don't you go ahead and just read all three in a row so people can start to put a bow So number one, everyone, give feedback in the moment. Number two, honesty and openness builds trust. It is a pattern. Number three, what gets recognized gets repeated. Looking mm. fly, babe. Eating Ooh. salads. That's me, Mr. Abs, pretty soon. Yeah. And number four, getting those abs, get 25% off your first order of Outstanding Food Snacks by going to outstandingfoods.com forward slash Lori and using code Lori, that's L-O-R-I. Enjoy your snacks. <laughs> and thanks for listening, guys. Looking like a snack. Ooh, I'm going to be looking like a snack. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. 
They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.